I'd like to welcome everybody to Tuesday night. It's the Audible. I'm Ken Marangolo, joined by Kevin Ricca. I podcast for T. Strachan and Matt Seal. Yeah, Pete Schwede, real deal. Out, out tonight, as is Joe Marangolo from his one-week stint in the co-pilot's chair, although he did leave a very nice present for us where some whiskey was previously decanted. Yes, Ken had to inform me what decanted meant, Joe, but that was after we rifled down everything. It tastes way better out of the uh, 1AS. They say you can't, they say you can't de- decant whiskey. I say, yes, you can. Yes, you, yes, you decant. You can decant anything. <laughs> anything you set your mind to. Yes, we decant uh, was the, the, the second place slogan to Obama's 2008 campaign. Possibly, but we just decanted the Bears. We just decanted a lot of things. Decanted Chicago, and this is after the whistle. This is our Hogshaven Spectacular Weekly uh, Spirit of Sunny podcast, where we talk about everything that's great about our favorite television show to to many of us, the Washington Redskins on TV. What Redskins football season eighty three episode fifteen? Kevin Ricca, that is fifteen. Shows, not 15 weeks. We are in week 16. 15. Well, we just finished week 16. 15. Week 16 is finished, but we've got our final game coming up this weekend. Episode 15 was awesome in the sense that, like the, it was like watching a, it was like watching a, a weeknight sitcom growing up. Like you knew you were gonna get in a pickle. And you're going to kind of Jack Tripper your way through it. Maybe uh, Mike Seaver your way through it. And, you know, uh, Alex P. Keaton your way through it. And by the end, they're playing like the, the, the great music. The dad's hugging the kid and, and everyone's, you know, happy again. Because that's what should have happened. True. Uh, the Barkley family obviously loves Christmas. The generosity they've, they've, they've taught their son was tremendous. It was a great gift for all of us. He made some damn good throws in the first half. I was thinking about him being... You know, fairly talented. I mean, and then he just, you know, you just he can make it. a play. You, I know, but you talked to Bashad a couple times. That's when you start. You got to stop because Josh Norman's going to get two more. That was that was Blackman almost took one to the house. It was every time I looked up from yep. you know having a great day. That guy he gave us uh, you, you what you just said. Lovely t- Christmas. touched on so many like redskin like hot topic redskin conversations right now. Bashad Breeland, one of them. His play, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, so when you think about the way our defense dominated, dominated, a, you know, a guy like Barkley in that def- in that um, you know offensive plan, some of it was coaching. You got to give Joe Barry a little bit of credit there, which has not been what our shows have necessarily been all about this season. Um, and also, the overall theme, I think that this tonight's podcast will be generally about that is appreciation. And what we have affectionately called not missing it with regard to it being week 16. We still got a game to play. We are taking stock tonight. Um, and we're doing it because I have felt at Hogshaven over the years that you still got one chance in week 17 to see your team for who it is. In this case, we get to get a chance to see a team that has, a, has a playoffs on the line. It is a playoff game. This is a playoff game. Um, it's our it's our home playoff game, the only one we can possibly have, you know, th- this off season. You know, uh, 
you would have told me before the season that we were going to host a playoff game. I, I would have taken that. I would have taken <laughs> that, right. Kevin. Right. I, got it. I, got I was it. waiting I for you to it. back I me down. It. I, I was waiting it. for no, you. There is certain finality in the idea of the Redskins playing one more time oh. in Landover. That if is a T fact. Was, if T was that here tonight, he would have hosed me down uh, I know. 25 seconds I know, sooner. But, but you know what? It is. And I don't care about what the Giants are doing. I care about what we're doing. We have to mm-hmm. win. I don't care who plays, who doesn't, who sits, who doesn't. Uh, Vegas might. Spread's gone from five to eight real quick. Uh, Giants haven't announced anything. Don't care. They can't, they can't do it. They can't improve or decrease their value to the playoffs. They cannot change who they play. That can only be changed for them. From a season standpoint, they, they have absolutely zero on the line is what you're exactly. telling me. Exactly. And if you've got a hothead like number 13 who's capable of you know, dry humping our goalposts, Mm-hmm. Why have him be out there when he's capable of any of these horrible, risky things that he's always puts himself into? Why risk a suspension or a headbutt of Josh yeah. Norman or that possibility? So, Why? So here, you know what, Kevin? It's such a great uh, – because I had this thought. We used to have a guy in town. We used to have a guy in town. Uh, he wore number 21. And if he had a thing with, with a player, which we know he had things with players, Terrell Owens being one of them, but – he was our guy on defense where nobody effed with us because of him. He was the guy. Like, you know, there's always a team in the league that you don't mess with them because they got that one guy. Right. We had that one guy, and, and it was very effective. And he shut down some of the best players by sheer will and fear. We know this to be true. These are true stories. Yeah, and his job was done on Friday. And, and I'm just, what, what I'm talking about is I think we have a guy like that right now in Josh Norman. I think he has that excuse my French, don't give a fuck mentality that, but with also the insane ability of a football player on smaller package than 21, but there's a big kaboom. He does (laughs) not care. He doesn't. He doesn't care. And he's so good. He's so good. You know, his pride is ridiculous. He is so prideful of his craft. And and you're going to put Odell uh, up against him on a play by play basis for a game. that doesn't matter to you. Because I dare you to do that. It means I dare absolutely you. nothing. I mean, if you just if you just want to, if you just you're just basically saying, um, dear Josh Norman, please beat the shit out of our guy this week because for, why? Because why? We're going to the playoffs next week. I mean, unbelievable, pride. unbelievable pride. Well, are you talking about for Beckham? You're going to try and out? No, no. You're going to try and out pride our guy? No chance. He's done. There's no chance. They're not. They're, they're not letting him out there for this. They, you don't. they shouldn't. You don't. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. I hope they don't. As a Redskins fan, obviously, I don't want to see any of those guys dressed. I watched them play last week. You know, and I'm not sure that's the taste they want in their mouths. That Eagles game, I believe it was, yeah. um, going into the playoffs. Now, some coaches get, care about stuff like that. It seems like Jason Garrett is one of those coaches. Um, he's going to go full out. Of, hey, just time out real fast. I like to... Um, if everyone could remove their hats for a second, maybe just uh, take, take just take a second to turn mm. the music down for a moment. The, uh, the death of Romo eroticism, it's, it's died. It, it's over. Uh, he didn't come in last night and save our playoff chances. Our playoff chances are ours to save. Um, I wish him the best for the rest of his career, but I'm over it. I just, I'm over it. I thought it was going to happen. I thought it would be a great moment for John Gruden to literally jump through my TV screen on. Uh, it never happened. Um, but getting back to the greater overall theme of this, Kevin Rick, and I want your honest opinion on this. 
McAdoo's mustache. Can can you can can you trust it? No, it's only there to not look like Jay Gruden. It's I just think they have an eerie similarity, and maybe it's just facial shape and construction. But he looks so gross on the sidelines and the close-ups. He does, doesn't he? I'm always like, hey, why are they showing this fraternity president uh, that somehow managed to get on the field right. d- during this game? I feel like underneath his Giants jacket is a college T-shirt. Yeah, just is, is college. You know, is that just, head f- set plugged into anything at all, or is he just wandering around with yeah, a great mustache? It grosses me out a little bit. The uh, yeah, he can, uh, you know what? They're going to remodel his hair somehow, and he's, but he's going to keep the stash. Unfortunately for him, Jeff Fisher, who is persona non grata in D.C. these days, and who had title of best mustache in the NFL, he's, so he's on the outs. He's on the outs now. Yeah, he should be. And McAdoo's on the, the rise. hot chicken in that mustache from the Nashville days. Listen, he just... He, okay, so he tried out the captains against us, which was just horse shit. Spit right in our face. Here's who we got for RG3. You guys After are failing. After all the things I said great about him. Let me just give him. you the most redneck option here. Uh, coaches don't do that to coaches in this league. I know. There's a certain fraternity. There's a level of respect. He, he just he stomped all over it, crossed that line with 10 other dudes. So, and you know what? It, this, I don't know. This is a, for, for like the Hogshaven people who are uh, listening, hopefully. Um, you know, over the years, I've never taken myself seriously as, you know, a quote unquote journalist. Th- those are guys who, who are professionals. I respect them too much. But I have been close to players and coaches, and I have. Uh, maintain my sense of being a fan first and foremost and like the longer you do this and you write about stuff and you get you know you get backstage access you know the more the shine and the luster kind of wears off in some some aspects it's still awesome but it's some of it becomes a little bit more routine which but in a, in a great way for for me and for all the guys who get to do it um and you you know it doesn't bother you so much you know when you learn you know that you, a guy who you really love watching on TV or you really love watching play football, you know, is a certain way off the field or did, you know, did or said something, you know, all of a sudden now you, you're close enough where you know someone that like said something or did something that just like made you upset. And to me, Jeff Fisher sending those guys out on the field, I, I had, I, as someone who, who takes football and, and watching it and covering it and thinking about it and analyzing it like super seriously, like that's, I, I love football. And I, I've held it. I've always held him in such a high regard throughout for everything. I mean, I love the guy. Listen, you tell me a Jeff Fisher coach team that didn't hit harder in December, no matter what I their know record you say was. This all the time, but you tell me a guy that didn't look the ice cream man in your neighborhood oh, in the mid God. to late eighties, then Jeff Fisher. He broke my heart, Kevin. Conversation. He broke yeah. no, my there's heart. A, there's a little something too close to home hitting right now. He broke my heart when he set those captains out. Dun, it was dun, over, dun, dun, over. Dun, 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 dun. I'm talking like, and it was soft serve too. Ralph Wiggum, how old you are, Ralph Wiggum. I choo choo choose you. Heartbreaking. Yeah, just. That's why I always get so uncomfortable in this basement when we have Jeff Fisher conversations. He grosses me out as a dude at a pizza parlor in New Jersey with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth with half a slice on the right portion of his mustache and a booger in his nose. He's gross. And you specifically. And it's so slick back. Like, he just, I don't trust his eyes. You asked for, you were were like, okay, so if there's like, if I get like a preference, maybe just 
like 50% less Jeff Fisher talk on our podcast. And I was like, no problem, man. No, no problem. That would be great. <laughs> I enjoy meeting people of the, because I'm sure he's totally different. Obviously, he's a leader of men and a much respected guy in so the he, sport. I don't care. I can have my own little yes, Jeff Fisher. So, that, so, so Kevin, that's kind of where I was going is because he kind of stuck my nose in it as a fan. Yeah, he's he, he's spit in our face as fans. Yeah, it, I mean, and that affects how uh, I feel happened, about it. If that happened in New England, there might have been uh, a shooting on a football yeah. field that day. Belichick's head would have exploded. That's why I'm not an unbiased team, journalist. Right. I'm just you know saying, what I mean? Yeah. That would have been that would have been like uh, oh, that would have been like burning the flag. I can't be you know I can't be unbiased about him oh. anymore in my life. Uh, yeah, but at the That's, bowling alley, he smells like like. Two a no, day, Coach Sweat, and, and, and draft beer. It's over, Jeff Fisher. Yeah, can we move that's past the first Jeff time. Fisher I, on this? You know what, Kevin? That's what this show for me <sighs> is all about. Jeff Fisher? No, moving on. Yeah, moving on from Jeff Fisher. Yeah. Moving on up, like <laughs> we are. <laughs> moving on yeah. up, like we are. Yeah. So, okay, so things we've accomplished so far in this podcast, uh, we've determined that Kevin is softer than T when it when it comes to dousing my my. Overly optimistic Homer boy ways, and mm. that we're ready to move on past mm. Jeff Fisher. Mm. And I think if we're ready to move on, and we're also killing off Romo eroticism from the show. That's over. That's See, a- all of these are Ken's ideas and checklists. Yeah, um, no, I'm re- I'm reading from our pre-production list right now. It's all right yeah, here. I have one box checked. <laughs> T Stracken, Penguin style sledding, City of Detroit. Check. Check. That's all I check need to check. hear. That's all I need to hear. Guy goes belly down, try and catch him off the jump, don't have to. Don't even think about it. If you if you stand there, you better oh. be on springs. Oh. It's like happy feet three. It's amazing. Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you always like the sick ones. Speaking of happy feet, let's just segue from happy feet because in o, at 0-2 in this season, we were dancing. On this show, I specifically recall, because we had high expectations, we weren't expecting to be 0-2 on the year, and 0-2 at, at home. home. You're right, Kevin Ricca. Oh. We were 0-2 at home. We were feeling like, okay, how in the world are we going to put lipstick on this hog? Which we did by creating a little something that we like to call Make Thanksgiving Matter. And we rode it hard until we actually... Right. Made it right. matter. We're talking about th- make Thanksgiving matter. I know, but I put lipstick on a pig. I don't know what you were doing with the lipstick, but yes, we Dude, did make it matter. Haven, yo. Two, I know, but I had to have yeah, my. I, that I was just a yeah, kind of gross thing. Okay. Two home losses. Uh, we had Journey playing on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there was it what it, it was a weirdo and two. I'm reading don't kill, don't don't kill yourself books. It, it, Little wedding crashers. I was reference. scared, but I think we all understood. I think as it's all, we all said, let the season unfold. Yeah, uh, you and I actually said, let the schedule unfold. But we had goals. Uh, we, there was a no one Thanksgiving two. goal, and I like when we accept. Yes, the goal. We accepted it. We we pushed it forward. Now, of course, that was just our thing. Uh, you know, because we needed something to hang our hats on. That, and to be honest with you, it was a loss. We lost on Thanksgiving to the Dallas Cowboys. Not a season killer. Um, a great measuring stick. We got to measure our. Here's the, the greatest Game part about three this: of how many days, and we brought it. Yeah, and we and I, I was proud of how we played. Anytime you can measure yourself against one of the t- one or two best teams in the league twice in the same season, you are a better team for it. Period. No we don't have to mention who they are and who their backup quarterback is because that's not what this show is all about. Distract. We're here about taking stock, and I will say this: we locked in a winning season. We locked in a winning season. 
Um, that's something to appreciate. And before we kind of dive all the way down that rabbit hole, I thought it would, would be an important thing to say that, you know, winning seasons don't come easy in these parts. In fact, the last time we had two winning seasons in a row, I believe it was 19 years ago, Kevin Ricca? 19 years ago. 96, 97. That's the last time we won. We had winning, winning records back to back. What were those records, yeah. by the way? So that's crazy. I know. So, so back then, so, so you the, know the, all the good stuff. The irony, the irony of it is, is that regardless of the first year, in '97 we were eight seven and one. Um, that was the that was the that was the back to back winning season. The, the the last time we finished with back to back winning seasons, it was on the back of an eight seven and one season when we tied the New York Giants at FedEx Field seven seven. Gus Farratt headbutted. Uh, the back of the end zone, Michael Westbrook took off his helmet, took us out of field goal range. It was a record-setting, punt-fest, cold, rainy Sunday night that I'll love for the rest of my life because it was me and my dad. I got a sweatshirt. Kevin, I uh, got that sweatshirt upstairs. No, it's the best part of that game story I've ever heard. Yeah. Because what you just said makes me laugh so hard. Gus oh, yeah. headbutted. Michael Westbrook threw it. Like, there was a lot it. of headgear involved it was a, in a tie. We could do 10 shows on that one game alone. But the point of the matter is that season resulted in 8-7-1. and one. Uh, And so it would be a weird irony if we were to pull that, that off for, you know, again. Um, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I don't think any, that's what any of us thinks is going to happen. But as we talked about, Kevin, in pre-production, this is actually, we actually did talk about this in pre-production. Um, it's, it's Christmas time. It is Christmas Carol time. And there's a little uh, story of a man named Ebenezer Scrooge who woke up and realized that he hadn't missed it. He hadn't missed it yet. He had learned some lessons overnight. Watch the movie. And he woke up and he realized he still had an opportunity to take advantage of the day. And so in week 16, we take advantage of the, the oper- or in our 16th game, I should say, episode 16. Episode 16 of season 83. Um, you're forgiven. We don't want to miss it. We don't want to miss it. Can't miss it. Look at what you're watching. You're watching uh, th- th- for Redskins fans. Forget about you know what other people get to experience. For Redskins fans, this is the first time we've seen this in 19 years. Winning teams, teams that win, um, teams that have a chance to win. You know, a lot of games. Uh, a-, a team that has a chance to be a winning team going forward uh, uh, under a lot of. The, the, the coaching and general managership uh, of this organization. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Don't worry. Don't, don't get hung up in this win or loss over the Giants who probably won't be playing for anything whose asses we should kick. Already did at their place. Yes. And back in the day, they might say, we were creeping on a come up here, Ken. Uh, due to our loss to Carolina, everyone just kind of forgot about us. And everything in social media is so one second. Let the season unfold. A wise man, Mr. James Wetzel, used to say to me, let the game unfold. By wise man, you know, use that term loosely. Oh, yeah. Let the season unfold. Let's watch it. Let's enjoy it. Let's enjoy it. And and, and the first people that want to say, oh, uh," and we back-ended our into the playoffs because the Giants couldn't play or or did or didn't. I don't give a damn about it. You know who back-ended the playoffs? The New York Giants backed into the playoffs. All season long. But guess what? Is there another team that's not getting into the playoffs if we do that deserves it over us? I don't think so. That means Detroit lost three and we beat Green Bay's ass. Who's left? Talk about it. We're better than them. 
I, you know what? We're not. We're not the Patriots. We're not the. Unfortunately, we're not currently the Cowboys. We're not. Um, you know, we're not. And even though the Steelers don't have the same, you know, record, we're not them. Uh, when I look at this team, we're also not just happy to be here. I think uh, in 2012, I w- I and I said it. I said I said it in the show we did before the the uh, game against the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I was a fan that was just happy to be here. What what happened that season was insane. Uh, we had a great run last year to get us to a division championship and a playoff appearance. We un- but but we understand how hard it is to make the playoffs. So if we win and make the playoffs, like you just have to celebrate the shit out of that because that it just doesn't happen. Completely agreed. And the way the numbers are looking, a lot of ifs, but this is not 2005, 7, or 12 Seattle Mm-mm. Seahawks. And, and it just says... But they're good. That I, Earl Thomas is not wearing... Shoulder pads. That changes yeah. everything. But they're, they're locked to the two, aren't they? That, that changes everything. No, 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 oh, no. You know what? I'm the percentages so sorry. are, are yeah, no. totally in favor. I believe oh, it's 68%. That we go there. That we go there. 18, yeah. Detroit, 12, Green Bay, and like 8%. Sorry. I, you know what? Because I, 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 I think I had been on. I had been on. The uh, thirty-two. Well, you might want to go research that. No, no, no. I, I, and I, you know, when you bet right. on something, that becomes like what you yeah. believe, and you think that that's right, going right. to happen. Um, I think I bet on us not going to Seattle. Um, but but, but I, I want to go to Seattle. Absolutely. I oh God. Go to Seattle. This is the worst Seattle me? team out of the 0507 and 2012 teams. This team can't hold any of their jocks. And guess what? Who cares about our defense? Go to Seattle. Let's just try to score a million. Earl Thomas is out. All of a sudden, they're just limping around. They're limping around. They're banged up. Um, I have nothing but respect for them. But of Kevin, I, I listen. Uh, I don't care about them being the worst. I I I take them if they were the best. I'm the guy. I'm I'm the guy. I'm, I, I like to think of myself as the cool hand Luke Redskins fan mentality. Like just keep getting up to get, get to get pounded back down to the ground. Uh, I, I think a lot of us identify with that. And when it comes to Seattle Seahawks in the playoffs, yeah, the, our least the like a least likely nemesis. You don't I mean you wouldn't have if you grew up in the '80s and '90s as we did. You don't think about them in terms of like teams you hate. There's a whole that whole generation of Redskins fans in like the late '90s all the way through the 2000s. The Seattle Seahawks are it. They're disgusting. And for my my lost generation brethren, yes sir, I say we want Seattle. Yep. Bring me Seattle. All right. I don't want to be a nerdy football fan, but taking it back and with my brother Tim Strachan gone, talking about what happens. With my brother, Ken Marangola, mm-hmm. we keep doing this for a year and a half, over a year and a half. You know, we started out after a month or two. We got better, we got better, we got better. Let's go to Seattle and see what they got to offer to judge ourselves. Yeah. And, and, and listen, this isn't to look past the Giants game. We're not going to spend a t- ton of, of time on this game. not. Because we're not, the reason why we're not going to talk about matchups and X's and O's about going up against the Giants, we, we don't believe the Giants have anything to play for. Um, we're, we're, you know, to me, to be honest with you, their biggest fear, the only thing that will cause them to have any fire in their belly is to avoid getting hurt. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I don't want them to get hurt. No, they also want to avoid the soap opera. Odell said he loves me, but Josh, what about Josh? Josh. They're, they're gonna, they're gonna, the Giants want that to be gone way more than we do. They don't want to talk about that all week. If the Giants make Odell available for Josh Norman for one single play, he'll get his money's worth. 
He will, I, I mean, in, in a selfish way, I, I want him to do that Sean Taylor punch him in the face move that, that, that uh, Sean did to um, Owens back in the day when he was an eagle. I don't think, he, I don't think Josh would do that because we, we have everything to lose. Um, yeah. But I kind of want him to. Yeah, at that point, it doesn't matter where we go. Yeah. Because that won't matter. Yeah, because that won't no, matter. Right. I, 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 just, I just think that, um, you, you know, you look at this game, you look at what's at stake, you look at the way teams are playing. I mean, listen, if this was in week 14 or 13, the way the Giants are coming into this game, like we, we, would, we would still be a, a, a huge favorite, in my opinion, only because the Giants are just, they're just, they're not playing well. No, it's Tuesday. Started at five. It's at eight. It, it, it ain't going to stop. Our way? Of course. Our way. Going our way all day, Started right? Started at five yeah. our way all day. Yeah. Got to eight on Tuesday. They have yet to announce anything specifically. Eight gets the double digits real fast, and this game gets sloppy, ugly real quick. So, uh, but the it, thing it's is, what's happening. So here's what, how it is. Here's why I love the gambling community. Um, and this is, this is what I want. This is, this is the reason why this show is not about the Redskins-Giants game. Is because more often than not they're they're right, even though they were so terribly wrong in the Carolina game. But we'll we'll just move past that. True, but look, let's we'll move past that. Giants haven't said anything out loud. Lined open at five. It's now at eight. Giants have yet to announce anything. Vegas obviously has yep. a bit of a hint. So here's here's my here's my greatest fear. And they're taking bets right now. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Hey, hey listen. I, I would. I I think that. I think that. The smart money is on the Redskins, um, and I think that that's and, and you know what we already beat them in, in New York. I'm not trying to be like oh, they're handing. They've us taken. One. They've taken. They've taken. They'll, they'll jack that number up yeah. if they're not getting the money. Um, but listen, we should beat the shit out of them because they they they're not going to expose their guys. What I the, the fear that I share with all those those brothers and sisters I mentioned earlier who 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 only know the Seattle Seahawks as our playoff nemesis who only no, uh, you know, ter- terribleness. You know, um, our team has a history of turning the deceives of the world into Hall of Famers overnight. Sure. And it's, it's, a, it's a fear of mine. True. How about Vegas understands Ex- which Ex- Giants Ex- players Ex- are in a contract year who don't necessarily want to blow their knee out against the Redskins before they get to prove themselves in prime time in the playoffs in one week. When we're literally going to be <laughs> trying on, to man. kill guys. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, seriously, the quarterback, the D-tackle, why lose out on being in prime time next week in a contract year after busting it? And This is when you want, like, you want, you want a leaked photo from like a Redskins locker room with like a poster of, of all like Eli, ODB, uh, you know, a bunch of guys on a with like just money figures on the, on their names. Just oh oh, I'm sorry. Was that yeah. wrong? Should we not have? Should we not have no. done that? But guess what? Those guys they want to be seen next week by the world, and they will. Let's talk about an interesting, also an interesting, weird factor. Only because they're making us think about it. The, the uh, Kevin Rickett, you might not have known this, and I'm sorry, I'd have to be the one to tell you. Can I'm guessing you're right. Proceed. The world wants you as a Redskins fan, to be freaking out about the possibility of a Green Bay-Detroit tie. I've already laid down the facts in my family. I think there's going to be a tie. There's probably going to be a tie. tie. This is what happens when you no, least expect it. It's a sure thing. This tie is happening. 
I'm advising. I'm not negative about loss, but Ty, that's freaking me out as an optimist. Guy. Now, this isn't a gambling show per se. No, but, but I highly, I highly encourage all Redskins fans to bet the house on a tie. <laughs> Just do it. Email me at... Uh, You'll be happy no matter what. Bighead at audible.net. We're taking all bets. I'm taking any odds. Listen, this thing has tie written all over it. Because I believe it's me acting poorly in life over the years. It's going to cost us a tie on so, Sunday. I'm so I apologize dreadfully. to all Redskins fans because it's my fault. It's my fault. I know it's my fault. You can only ask for so many wins to the big man. You know, you look at a bunch of Redskins fans, a, a huge section of our fan base who decided that, you know what, I can get a second mortgage, I can put off mm. some car payments, mm. student loans, you know, whatever, be late a couple times. I'm making this trip to England to watch the Redskins play the Cincinnati Bengals because it's important. I need to see this victory. I need to see us bring this home from across the drink. To all of those Redskins fans, I want to say I'm so sorry, but that's not even the tie that even matters this season because the tie between the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions will be the most epically insane tie of all. It would be the tie of all ties. Would they just call the game the tie? I don't, I don't this even is know. The, this could be the bow tie. This could be the bow tie. This could be the bow tie. This could be the... Oh, what tie would it be? It's going to be something. We're gonna, it'll, be, it'll have a name. Well, what was it called in that movie? The... Uh, Mexican bow tie. It could be either or. Or it could be the greatest bow tie since James Bond. The Mexican bow tie. I don't don't even know what that is. But I'll tell you right now, that's what this game will be go down as. If the the, the Lions and Packers tie in Redskins Nation, I decree on behalf of Hogshaven that it shall forever go down as the Mexican bow tie. Yeah. Well, so, so place your bets. Well, I don't know if I want to dash with my name connected to that, but all I know is I'm, that would be, wouldn't that be the, I mean, that would be, that might be the, percentage-wise, that could be the biggest hit in the wrong way, into the wrong place for a Redskin fan. I mean, that's why, that's why I'm telling you right now, bet it. Do not even think about not betting this. Actually, if you find a email, casino, email us. Yes, tell us the link. <laughs> We are betting on a tie. We're putting as much money as we can find. Uh, this is happening. That is happening. And we are going to win no matter what. We're going to win no matter what. So we're beating the Giants. If that, if that loss happens, terrible, terrible, terrible things. But yours truly will be there. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, making an on-air over the... You know, clouds. internet, internet over cloud over the, the internet the cloud. clouds. Right. Plea to Kevin Ricca to make it to this tailgate on Sunday somehow, some way. And I don't know how that's going to work because I know the first. Yeah, the first. Oh, Sunday morning. It's a, now it's a four twenty-five game to all you people who are going to be showing up to FedEx Field. Get there early. Listen, it's church. It's it's church. It's Sunday. It's time to preach. Not. Miss it. We're, this whole show tonight has been under, under the auspices of not missing it. Don't miss out on what you're, you're going to see. Ex- you know, en- enjoy the joy. I mean, that's what, the, that's what enjoy is all about. Enjoy it. Don't miss out on it. Don't, don't, be, don't be bitter. Don't worry about the, the circumstances that we might may find ourselves in playing against backups. It, maybe even in a game where we need to score late. Guess what? Kirk Cousins is going to be out there as long as he, he needs to be. We didn't back end. 
in. No one behind us deserves it over us. We are a top four NFC team. We are a Let's watch team. at least we a are, top four. You know what? And, you know, you know, just to put the cart in front of the horse just for a second as far as the playoffs are, are concerned, this is the kind of team you would just want to give a chance to. Um, does Seattle have, if we were to go to Seattle, does Seattle have a great defense? Absolutely. Um, can their offense move the ball against our, our defense? Of course they can. Um, you know, but you let the chips fall where they may on a team that has good players, and we have good players. I think we're going to see that in the New York, in the New York game. Um, don't miss it. Don't miss. Don't miss the enjoyment. You know, I I talk about a lot on Hogshaven, probably too much for some people, um, and and I have since I started in two thousand nine. I've embraced the terribleness so so much. I have. It's been a it's been a warm blanket I've pulled over myself. In, in, in a positive way, uh, I've it, there's been a perverse sense of of joy in certain seasons when we've not made the playoffs in week like nine I, or eleven. All the blanket stuff and then perverse was not the transition. I'm just but saying, Kev. I understand you are. I love this team. To, no, no, I, I do too, and I and I have too. I've embraced it, but I, I've you know I think both of us are pretty good about putting this. In perspective, and we, the back we know of our what we see. We know what we see, and taking this and taking that, and we know what we're watching. We're coming up, man. We know what we're watching. You, you know, do. There's so much. Kevin Ricca is a is a is a practiced football mind. He's coached football. He's played football. <laughs> and from that perspective, which I don't have, I'm just saying uh, we know what we're seeing. I don't have that perspective from anyone that's hasn't played professional know, football or played Madden. It's a totally or played Madden. different. Blah blah blah. At a high level, Madden at a high level, hey. you get it. There's a lot of people that enjoy it a lot, that watch it a lot. I watch it a lot. I, I, I just love it. This is a good it. squad. I, I think other people are often more correct than me. I can only just talk about what I see. And what I see, Ken, is a lot to be happy about. And there's a lot of holes that can be filled. It can be filled. We're not fixing our defense in week 17, no, guys. No, we're not going into a negative landslide where we have to patchwork yeah. something to make it look better. We're not, you know, you put, what I put lipstick on the hog. On a pig. <laughs> on a pig. You put this on the pig. We, we right. put it on the hog here at Hog But semantically, that's humongously different. Humongously. Thank you. I see greatness, but I'm starting to get nervous. Okay, so. I'm starting to get nervous. This type of year. So this is taking second. We are staying positive. Sorry. Sorry. But, but, but we understand that we're not fixing our defense in Week 17. We understand why, why our team... Is, is is essentially handcuffed, and that's okay. Our, all of our money, if the, if the Redskins were a craps team and you were going there and you were roll, rolling the dice, every single dollar you have is on Kirk Cousins and the offense. Agreed. If, if they do it, it gets done. And, and you know what? Agreed. They're good enough to do it. But if they can't they're get it done. as good as anybody almost. Well, they're as good as anybody. I think they're as good 95%. as anybody. 95%. You go up against the Patriots. Their defense is pretty bad, but and I, I've played this situation out of my mind. They make they make the most out of our defensive woes. That's the difference between our team and the next level up. The- my nervous is my nervous every year, Ken. How long can this guy stay quiet? How long can he sit behind the scenes and let this unfold? Who? That's my nervous. Who? T? Is he striking? Danny boy. Oh, oh. How long can he maintain not being in the spotlight? It's got to be chapping his ass. The guy did the worst dance in the history of jump around that we've ever seen, and it was and it was viral. So here's he loves here, a taste here's of a dance signer update. Can't wait for the next taste of. I got that. a I got a dance signer update for you, Kevin Ricca, and Talk for Hogshaven. Talk to Tony Wiley, the head PR guy, dance, dance right hand guy, a great guy. Um, has been very good to Hogshaven over the years, and and he's uh, um, told us that. 
When the Redskins win the Super Bowl this year, Dan Snyder comes on the Audible and for Hogs Haven on the very next day, that Monday. So, well, when, when the Redskins win the Super Bowl, Disney World, <laughs> yes. Dan Snyder will be in the basement. Yes, Dan Snyder's coming on this show on Hogs Haven uh, when the Redskins win the Super Bowl. We get him the next day. That is a guarantee from, from Tony Wiley. But that also tells me that if that's true, and which it is because I believe Tony Wiley, um, then I would say that we're pretty close to, to, to uh, doubling down on our, our first interview we did with him. And, Kevin, just to directly respond to a question to, and to an, an issue that I think is another of the huge hot topics uh, for Redskins fans, I, we'll ask him that. And we'll ask him about that. My belief is that he has gotten a taste of an, a football organization run correctly with a with – a, you know, with with a you know with a, with a with a slot up, a shoot up. You know what I mean? Like you can look, you can look ahead of you. You can see it's like the roller coaster where you what you can look up and you see yourself getting pulled up the hill. Like you you think that that's where this thing is going. I hear what you're saying, Ken. Dude, he gets I, all the credit. I'm, I'm he gets all the credit. Up, I'm picking up what you're laying down. He gets the credit. But that's crazy enough to believe that he's gonna want to take a picture sitting on my lap the day after the Super Bowl. See, I don't think he's Jerry Jones in that regard. You think Dan Snyder will sit on my lap the day after the Super Bowl in your basement and take a Snapchat filled I, I can't picture speak, that I could put on Facebook? I would never speak for Dan Snyder, but I would like to like put a, out there like a Danny Boy ventriloquist into the audible world <laughs> to anyone listening. I am willing to do everything in my power to make that happen. Right. Just so you know. Right. Well, Tony Wiley would be the guy that I would have to send the thank you note to. Yes. Well, dude, seriously. I owe you a million thank you notes, but. Tony Wally gets that one, bro. I don't know. I might go through uh, one of. Uh, I might go through. It might be like uh, when Andy Dufresne went through one of Red's competitors to get him uh, sure. the harmonica. Fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> just, just yeah. give me a chance. Well, I'm also gonna get a picture of Tony Wally sitting <laughs> in my lap. So you're screwed, dude. <laughs> Damn it! The one thing I couldn't defend. <laughs> well, the one thing that we can't defend besides the run. Um, is the... And the third down pass. And the third down pass. <laughs> besides those two things, besides those two things in, in any pass to a tight end, besides those three things, pass to a tight end, third downs, and the run. And the fat-ass Ryan Brothers getting fired. the fat-ass Ryan Brothers getting fired. <laughs> and the insanely crippling penalties. So fat-ass Ryan Brothers getting fired. My fat-ass love that. His fat-ass love that. <laughs> right. We have yeah. uh, third downs... The run. Fat ass doesn't love that. And he passed to a tight end. Right. And Kevin's R- fat ass. Rush D. <laughs> Rush D. <laughs> Rush D. Oh, yeah. Fourth I down. Fourth, and, down. fourth down. Fourth downs are a huge killer for us, statistically speaking. So that's fat ass Ryan's getting fired. Higher the down. Higher the down. The Third downs. The, the fat ass Ryan brother's getting fired. And he passed to a tight end. Yep. We are looking pretty good for this game against the New York Giants. Um, don't miss it. Kevin Ricka, don't miss it. Don't miss the tailgate, first and foremost, but don't miss the game. Don't, hey, anyone listening, please, I'm going to put this on Hogshaven. That's going to be like the headline. Don't miss it. Let's watch this season unfold. Final chapter in Landover. Let the season unfold. We, we earned it. I believe we're the sixth, fourth through sixth. We're, so We earned it, man. We earned it. We absolutely earned it. And we're kind of... Closing the loop on me bringing back all that past stuff and the experience of, of the losing efforts and the experience of right. partying and tailgating and writing and 
podcasting my guts out for teams over the years. Like, this team is worth it, man. This team is absolutely worth it. And there's so many people out there who have, including Kevin Ricca, including T. Strachan and and Matt Rio Seal and Joe Marangolo, who have poured a lot of, you know, energy and love into this team. And and for those people, especially, for those people especially, the people that didn't check out when John Fries was our quarterback, the people who didn't check out when Hainsworth was laying down, you know, on the field, the people who didn't check out when Zorn quit on us, I'm sorry, when Spurrier quit on us or when we quit on Zorn, um, you know, people who didn't check out, Redskins fans who never checked out, like, this is your reward. I'm telling you right now, this is your reward. This this group of guys that will not be the same coming back next year, I promise you. This group of guys is your reward. Cheer them on. Give them everything you got on Sunday. Everything you got. I don't care who's there, who we're playing against. I don't care. It's got to be everything you have. You earned it. This is a playoff game. This is a playoff game. You earned it as fans. Do not miss it. Don't miss it. Just don't miss it. I mean, I'm just, I just don't know what else to say, Kev. We've embraced the pain for so long. Let's embrace the celebration. To the victors go the spoils. Also, it'll be a big commiseration, but uh, you know, we'll talk about that next week. We'll talk. To the victors go the spoils. Let everyone go down the way they go down. Let's us go to Seattle and let's uh, gain some retribution. We're going to be at you all week long for Kevin Ricca, Tim Strachan, Matt the Real Deal Seal on this episode with his decanted whiskey, Joe Marangolo. I'm Ken Marangolo, the older of the Marangolo brothers. I miss Wishing all those you a extremely awesome holiday season. Happy New Year, everyone. Man, Happy New Year. get after it. See me on Sunday. This was The Audible. <laughs>